what scripture did I read to you? John 19.30 When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. Um, as Pastor T was speaking and I uh, was listening, I was very tempted to just tell him, let's just finish this meeting here. But the Lord gave me a word about redeeming a generation. Redeeming a generation. And you cannot deal with redemption when you don't have a full understanding of what it means to have redemption. Amen. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 4 to 6, John the Revelator is receiving revelation to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests, has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Just hold on, son, because... Right now, that will be a lullaby. It's 1 a.m. to some people. They will not listen. They will just float away into, uh, but you'll be back in a minute. What is redemption? What is redemption? Redemption, if you can write this down at this hour, <laughs> is the action of buying back or repurchasing what was previously lost. The act, action of buying back or repurchasing that which was previously lost or previously forfeited. Mm -hmm. Now, if this generation is to understand how we will tackle some things, this is going to be a year of many teachings that sound like this. A season to sit down and pay attention at 1 a.m. If you look at the book of Leviticus, chapter 25, you will find that God, through the book of Leviticus, in fact, if you study Leviticus, it's a manual of regulations. A manual of regulations that enabled the holy king, Yahweh, to set up his earthly throne among the people of his kingdom and gave them the regulations for how he settles. So Leviticus is actually a manual given by God to his people so that he can be able to dwell among them. In preparing the people for that, he begins to show certain things to do with redemption. And how things are going to be handled 
as far as his kingdom and the kingdom of men is concerned. There are three things that he begins to show them in the book of Leviticus in chapter 25. Three things that you could redeem. That if you had an opportunity to redeem, God gives them three things they could redeem. The first thing you could redeem is a close relative. So you could come as a person that sees a relative in a particular disposition and redeem them. The second thing you could redeem is a slave. The third thing you could redeem is a possession. So you could redeem a relative, you could redeem a slave, or you could redeem a possession. Now, let me tell you why we are having this meeting on the ground floor. Because at 1 a.m. when you speak, unless you want to, to prove to people that you can raise people from the dead, if you fall out of this tent, you'll just be on the floor. You won't die. But if you're in the upper room and you fall, I don't want to exercise the Uticus anointing of raising anybody from the dead. So I'm okay if you sleep because this word is meant for this army of 300. You see, Gideon did not go with everybody. So tonight, because you had a whole year to sleep, make a decision that I won't miss a word. Because this is a word that is important for you to understand how things are going to be set the way they are supposed to be. And let me say by that volume and everything that Apostle spoke to us about, anything that is misaligned, today we are calling it into alignment. You could redeem a relative, you could redeem a slave, or you could redeem a possession. And what happened is this. When a person would lose his land, or a person would lose, um, and, and, and the family member was forced into slavery because of debt, the obligations of redemptions were written on two scrolls. What would happen is that on one scroll, they would place seven seals. Seven seals would be placed on the scroll. And the other scroll where the regulations of how you could redeem was put in a private place. Amen. So, later, in order for you to understand what the regulations were for redemption, you only needed to access one scroll. And so, on the outside of that scroll, you could read the qualifications or the obligations that could be met. Now, the possessions that were described on that scroll would have to all be broken in a time called Jubilee, which is the 50th year. The exception to Jubilee was if a qualified person, a redeemer kinsman, was willing to pay the price of redemption and hence be given the right to break the seven seals. Are we together? All right. Now, under the law in Leviticus, a new owner could not hold on to the land if the original owner came up with the means to redeem it. If he comes with the means to redeem it, the redeemer kinsback could take it back to the relative. So God had this to say about the Holy Land, that the land should never be sold forever. The land had to be held, and he said to them in Leviticus 25, verse 23, 
the land is mine for your strangers and sojourners with me. And in all the land of your possession, you shall grant a redemption for the land. If thy brother be waxen poor and has sold some of his possession, and if any of his kin come to redeem it, then he shall redeem it with his brother's sold. This was the procedure that was to be brought before the judges. And God sealed this scripture because everything we read in the scriptures is God breathed. The redeemer had to have three qualifications. Number one, he had to be fit, he had to be willing, and he had to be able or she. To be fit, you had to be closely related. You could not be a distant cousin. Let me explain. The way it worked is that if I came and redeemed you from a place where you had been sold as a slave because of debt, I would have to come and then take you and I was not allowed by God to make you a slave again. I would have to train you in my trade so that you never ever find yourself in the disposition of becoming a slave again. Secondly, one could not force somebody to be a redeemer kinsman. He had to meet the obligation willingly. And finally, he had to have the means by which to pay the debt. Glory be to God. So, if you looked at this, a person thinking to qualify as a kinsman had to go to what you call the court of the tabernacle. Don't worry, I usually start on this slow gear. Unlike other Wakambas who start on the climax, I like to start on the slow gear. And when he's at the court, he had to read the terms of redemption that were found in the scroll, in the public open scroll, and then he would only be allowed to break the seals once he brings the price and there's an agreement that he has lodged the right documents. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 32, we don't have the time, but from verse 6 to 15, we see Jeremiah acting as a form of redeemer. He's called the weeping prophet, and he comes to redeem his cousin. God used that example, you can read it at your own time, and bought the field of Hanamil so that he can be able to return it to his cousin. He purchased it under orders from Yahweh. And he says in the book of Jeremiah verse 32 from verse 6, I'll read I think verse 10. And I charged Baruch before them saying, thus says the Lord of hosts, take these evidences, this evidence of the purchase, both which is sealed and this evidence which is open. Now, everything you see in the Bible is a pattern. Apostle Mwangi told you I'm an apostle in the marketplace by God's grace and by God's divine anointing. The things that we need to access require some knowledge of scriptural protocol in order for there to be a redemption and an understanding of how that redemption will happen. 
we learned we're not here to deal with land and things to do with um, husbands and wives. But let me say, as you exist in life, there are things you will need in order to achieve certain things. For instance, if there is a Lydia here, but she's under the wrong anointing, it will do the kingdom of God an injustice. And what we learned earlier is that there are Lydia's assigned for apostolic grace. But because we've not yet understood the protocol of redemption, we don't understand that there are things that are still up in the spiritual realm that we can be able to redeem by the grace of the one that has fully redeemed us and never suffer shame again. I do believe that this will be a year to utilize our keys in the kingdom to unlock things that are supposed to have been in our hands years ago by means of some of your grandfathers and fathers. And let me say, whoever they missed, they will not miss you. I will repeat that. Anything that has been misaligned, that had its DNA in your family line, there is a key we are going to use this morning that will enable us to now walk in the place and the grace of redemptive understanding that the things that will come into our hands shall never live again in the name of Jesus. Please come with me. I want to help us out here. Listen, the entire understanding of the things to do with the Magna Charter of men were written before any man was created. It means before I was formed in my mother's womb, there was a plan. And when I understand the redemption plan of God, God is always on time. God has never missed his mark and God has never missed his timing. When I align with what God intends for me to be and where God intends for me to be in this season, there are things that will align tonight according to the words that have been spoken and the decrees that have been made that believers need to start understanding who we are. I want to deal with redemption and then I'll come and deal with something in just a minute. He starts to show us that he has given us this understanding that some seals have already been broken. This is true because I want you to know you cannot redeem yourself. Somebody has to redeem you. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to redeem you and they have to be a relative. And they have to be willing and they have to be able. Uh -huh. Now, this is why you're not Jesus' cousin. You're not his second cousin. Don't make me go ahead of myself. There is something we have to understand. Because I want to tell you, you cannot be redeemed by that blood I understand. And be visited in some dreams at night. You cannot have this blood that I'm talking about and walk like a pauper. Oh my God. I'm not dealing with prosperity. Please don't, don't misunderstand me. I'm saying you cannot walk any longer without an understanding that you are a disciple with the domain. And therefore you have been redeemed by a close relative. Um, 
when I'm applying for some things, sometimes people do a due diligence, especially where you're dealing with banks and financial institutions. What they want to check is that uh, this is not a term that was invented by the banking institutions. This is a term that actually existed in the Trinity. One of the tests you have to pass is something called fit and proper. For you to pass a test called fit and proper, they do a due diligence on you. They do a due diligence on your sources of capital, a due diligence on how you arrived where you are to find out if you are fit and proper to be given that license. Now, Jesus had to pass a test. He had to pass the father's test of fit and proper to find out if he had what it takes to be able to redeem the children of God. Now, you come here and you begin to find people like Jeremiah who was related closely enough to be a kinsman redeemer to his cousin. And he also had the silver required. There's another story we read of in the Bible. And it's a story that represents a picture of earth's mortgage that was paid by Jesus. This story is a story of a lady called Ruth and a man called Boaz. And it's a beautiful love story. Boaz acts as a type of Christ and Ruth acts as a type of Gentile bride on earth in our day. Now, Naomi's, Naomi was Ruth's mother-in-law. Her husband had left. You know the story. They left the house of bread. They went away. Their daughters, uh, their sons married daughters that were Moabites who were Gentiles, outsiders. The entire story of Ruth is a story of um, us as outsiders receiving the grace to be considered as insiders. And the redemption of Ruth, if I can summarize the story because of time, um, is one that had to do with Ruth's conviction saying, uh, Naomi tries to tell her, look, your, your sister has gone back to her people and starts to entreat her to go back with, 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 with Naomi, uh, with, with, with Orpah. And Naomi starts to push Ruth out. But Ruth says and entreats um, um, Naomi and says, I will not leave you or I will not return. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. And your people shall be my people and your God shall be my God. When Naomi saw this love that Ruth had for the Lord God of Israel, they journeyed together, and you all know the story because eventually Boaz became her kinsman redeemer. Boaz asked all the people around if he could buy the field of the hand of Naomi, if he could buy it also of Ruth, the Moabitess, the wife of the dead, to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance. The name of Naomi's family was preserved because somebody was willing to pay the price. Are we still together? Glory be to God. Now let me begin to preach. Then Revelations 1.6 says, And he has made us kings and priests unto his God and Father. Three things happened there. Number one, you have the Redeemer's doing. He has made us. I want you to know you did not make yourself king. That God has made you. Find a favorite neighbor and tell them you've been made a king. This is nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the Redeemer. And I'm glad because I'm speaking to kings and priests tonight. And God has made you a king and priest to his God and Father. 
And it says to him be glory and honor. So he has made us. We have been made kings and priests. Now, far back in eternity, Jesus signed what you call the Magna Charta of the children of God. He signed the agreement before there was a conversation saying, let us make man in our image. There were agreements signed and I can only imagine that the signature that was used for this document was already designed and signed the son. Everything that you see that we have become, there's a signature that sits in your heart that is written, the son. The essence of God, please come with me. I'm not trying to be over theological. I'll have a point in a minute. The essence of God is that he is not existing. God is I am. For something to exist, it has to be progressing in growth. But God is not progressing. God is. English messes up this understanding. The Bible says he is alpha and omega. There's an error. English had to put and because it's trying to make it make sense. But the real Hebraic understanding is that he's alpha omega. So he says to Moses, when they ask you who sent you, tell them I am. Mm. That means my essence is I am being. I am being today and I'm being tomorrow. Okay. So this means I exist in your present, but I also exist in your past. But I also exist in your future. The future you haven't yet arrived at, I am. The present you are in, I am. The past you came from, I am. Are we together? It's a lot of English to make a very simple statement. So, by the time you reach a man like Moses, he enters into a realm in the spirit where he's able to renegotiate the future of a past people called Reuben. And he enters as an apostolic prophet. And he says, let Reuben live. And if God was not in the past, it would not be possible. So God, who is hearing the conversation at the same time that Jacob is cursing his son, says, I'm reversing this thing and reversing the order. So Reuben is going to live. What am I saying? The essence of God is that he can fix your yesterday and cause your today to be different from what it is so that your future is different. His redemptive capability is not limited to your present circumstances. There is a way he can redeem your past. Change your story so that who people knew yesterday is not who they think they're going to see today. You see, Pharaoh thought he was going to see the Moses of yesterday. But every encounter with God is going to change who you are today. Somebody say, he is. Now, God is not a man that he should lie. And the destinies of man are not in the hands of men. The destinies of kings, because it is not your neighbor who made you a king. It is God who has made you a king. So the redeemer's work was to make you king. And he has made us kings. He has made us kings. Let every man who defines you as anything else from this year be called a liar. Let every man be a liar and God be God. You are a king. There's an attitude we're going to have after tonight. It is not a lack of humility. It's an understanding of our position. We have been made kings. Shadada. And the one who made us kings 
has a signature that God accepted. Please come with me. Come with me. Don't go ahead of yourself, Julian. He has made us kings and priests. So we have the Redeemer's doing. God's, Jesus' signature is there. It was a necessary stipulation in that covenant that the mediator should become incarnate, should live a suffering life. And here's the son of God grasping the pen and writes. He takes the pen with the same fingers and signs the son. Glorious covenant that made our redemption secure. He bought us at a price. You know, the reason Pastor T was saying we are tired of talking to you about houses and cars is that people have forgotten about the redemptive blood. It's not a message you're hearing in church because we have become so consumed with our achievements. That we no longer talk about for God so loved the world. That he sent his only son. Redemption. I was bought at a price. You can't make me look for a sponsor. He has made me a king. Anybody under the influence of sponsorship. And by this sponsorship you know what I'm talking about. You have traded his redemption for the things of men. And I want you to understand the things of men can never take you where God wants to take you. Listen, come with me. So he has put his signature. The documents have been signed. The spirits before the throne, the angels have taken up the song. And the whole body has spoken. And the elect body of the heavenly realm is singing. And he has made you kings and priests. But it did not stop there. By agreeing to this ridiculous terms of the treaty in due time Jesus fulfilled it all he said I will take the cup of salvation he took it the cup of our deliverance bitter as the drops were there were groans and sighs and tears everything it took he swallowed the awful taste of this thing and all was gone he drank this cup he ate the bread of affliction. See him as he drinks that cup in Gethsemane. When that fluid of that cup mingles with his blood and makes each drop a scalding poison. Look at the feet of pain, how they travel down his veins. See how every nerve of Jesus is twisted as he takes this cup. We will not live this year as if he did not die. I will not listen to any theology that tells me he fainted. This man died. He died a shameful death. Look at his brow covered with sweat. Witness as he agonizes to the depths of his soul. He's sprinkled with blood all over. The house of prayer is sanctified by his sufferings. He's purchased us with an expensive price. You have made us what we are. You did not make yourself. I'm talking to future millionaires. You did not make yourself. God said to me once, Apostle, the day one billion and one shilling become the same to you, you are ready. There are some of us here, the moment you get a promotion to be a clerk, we don't see you in church again. But this is not that generation. 
I'm talking to a people that understand everything I am, I have been made. Amen. Oh, I'm coming. Everything I am, I have been made. That's why I don't panic. That's why I don't get anxious anymore. Because I did not make myself. When he says, go take the 1,000 acres, I don't panic. I go. I know that he has sent me and that he will give me everything I need for his instructions. Let every made man in here say amen. amen. Let every made Lydia in here say amen. amen. Please talk to your neighbor for me and say, no matter how high I go, I'm going to stay on the cross. So he showed me this thing and started showing me, teach my people about the price that was paid for their salvation and how he has made you a king and a priest. You did not make yourself. The same way when I was doing that wedding, you can't make yourself a wife. You are made a wife. Ruth could not have been redeemed unless there was a price. You had to meet the fit and proper you had to be a close relative. And you had to be willing and able. So Jesus starts to do something. Now come with me. This is where I wanted to get. The third thing I want you to see is that Jesus finished making us what we are. That's the scripture we just read. Very simple message. He was up on that cross and said, it is finished. Please come with me. The tree he was laid on. <laughs> that hill called Golgotha. The hill was designed way before the hill came. Because by him nothing was made that was made. In the beginning, the thorns that were put on his head. The seed for those thorns was pre-designed. So that there can be a redemptive understanding of those that will come in the future. Please come with me. The price was paid. This is bigger than your landlord. You did not come for this crossover. Listen, it's called crossover. Because of the cross, it is over. So, he paid the price. And because of that cross, I want you to know, everything that was weighing you down, the price was paid. Could you please look at a neighbor for me and say, thank God he's preaching Jesus. These are not the messages that get you to receive $10,000. We don't need your money. We need men with an understanding that the price was paid. And not paid by a distant cousin. It was paid by my brother. Did you know Jesus is our brother? We pay, he paid this price. So he comes and now on that Golgotha hill, the wood that he was laid on was privileged wood. <laughs> the seed that was used to grow that tree had been predetermined in the Magna Charta. The womb that he would come from was prepared in that Magna Charta because God's redemptive grace was not guesswork. His redemptive grace was not him waking up and saying, oh my God, Satan has come to the garden. 
I guess he can't say, oh my God, oh my. <laughs> Satan has come to Garden of Eden. No. He says in Hebrews chapter 8 verse 5 that Moses, you must build according to the pattern. We have a father who is addicted to the pattern. And there's nothing that has come to your life by surprise. There's no denial or delay that has come to your life by surprise. There is nothing the father does not understand. Somebody shout redemption. Ooh. That he came and at the time he came, Caesar had made a decree for a census. That prophecy was going to be fulfilled that the baby would not be born where Joseph and Mary were living. But the baby would be born in Bethlehem as had been foretold according to the pattern. That at that very time, Caesar who had conquered the world and they were enjoying the fruits of, the, of, of, of conquering the world. They were looking at how much do we have, what territories do we have. The, the king of kings arrived and stored himself in a manger because locality didn't matter. While one was conquering the world, the other was conquering sin. And God says, I want to release my redemptive plan to the world and to show them what it is I want to do with their lives. He died for our sins, but he rose again for our justification. The resurrection of our Savior when he burst the bonds of death was, was to assure us that God had accepted his sacrifice. Listen, the math had to math. The equation had to add up. If he died and didn't rise, it means God has refused the sacrifice. The very fact that he rose again was a sign that the sacrifice had been accepted. So Paul says, if he did not rise again, we of all men are to be pitied. Because what we preach today is because the sacrifice, the atonement for my sin was accepted. Tell your neighbor, thank God he's preaching Jesus. Oh, look at them and say, your rent is not the problem. <laughs> Tell them your school fees is not the problem. He says in his word, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. Listen, the secret is understanding that even if he raises us in the marketplace, Jesus must stay the center. If you have to take the cars, take them. If you have to take the licenses, take them. If you have to take the fame, take it. But don't touch my Jesus. I wish I had one witness in this house. Take all you want to take, but leave my Jesus. Because if I have him, what does it say? That if God be for you, who can be against you? But I also ask you, if God be against you, it doesn't matter who is for you. I thank God that you can take anything you want to take. Listen, I'm trying to help you come somewhere because God is raising those Lydia's. And I saw them as you were preaching prophetically and we're going to pray. God is raising some serious people, but he needs them to be prepared. That when the winds blow, you stand. Things may go, but they will be returned. Because God is a redeemer. Did you know he's also a redeemer of time? He says, I will restore to you 
not the things, the years. He can also redeem time. He can break the seal of time. That things have gone so bad that he takes you back. What Job got was not things. He got back time. Tonight I see God restoring some of your times and redeeming your time because he's not contained in time. He is I am. And it is possible for him to take things back to another position where now you're learning, you're going through it again, but now with experience. So here he says, he died for our sins. That rising was a symbol. We were being shown how we shall rise. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, Stan, if we keep chasing the dollar and not chase Jesus, we of all men are to be pitied the most. If we keep building churches that teach men to chase materialism, we of all men are to be pitied the most. Yes. The kind of people that God is raising are not afraid to speak of the glory of Jesus. They interviewed me once on a very popular magazine. I don't want to say the name because we're on, we on air. And they asked me, who do you say? Because of all these things you're building, who do you say is the most influential man in your life? I said, Jesus Christ. So I could see the interviewer getting irritated, writing. He said, no, let me ask you, who, who would you say, okay, I get, I get that angle, but who would you say is alive today that you would say is the most influential person in your life? I said, Jesus Christ. The man said, okay, let's change that line of thinking. What would you say is the most influential book you've read? Whichever way you go, listen, when you hear the word, the presence of God, please come with me. When God is with you, this is why Moses said, if we go without your presence, how shall they know? Why? His presence is key because he is, help me Holy Spirit, because I am, I am behind, I am ahead, <laughs> I'm on the side. I am up and I am down. So when he says my presence shall go with you, it means it is with you in, his, in the past. It is with you in the future. It is with you on the sides. Because they come from every side. But it shall not come near you. Why? Because of presence. That is why the word of Holy Spirit, if you look at the word comforter, how many of you know what it means? It means to be alongside. The original Hebraic understanding is that it's to be alongside you. That means wherever you go, I am there. Come with me. So, when we put together business plans and start to understand how gates shall be opened and start to understand how things shall be done, I'm trying to help you understand you cannot make yourself a king. You have been made in the past, present, future, participle, tense. You have been made a king. When you understand that, 
There are certain things that have to start coming to kings. He has made us. Somebody shout, he has made us. I know we may have to sign off those on television and that is fine. We bless you, KTN. Thank you. Let's appreciate KTN for the wonderful, wonderful time that we've had with you. God bless you and thank you in the event that you have to slip out. We ask those of you that would want to continue to join us on YouTube. Catch us there somewhere. Just such, such us. He has made us. So first we have been made kings and priests. And then he starts to help us understand. Because he has made us kings and priests unto our God. The second thing you have as a saint is honor. I'm really building a foundation. You'll catch me. The second thing we have is honor. The first thing is that we have been made. The second thing we have is that we have honor. Because he has made us, we have received honor so that we wear a crown and we dress in a particular way. We have a particular priesthood garment. We hold a censer. We hold the scepter. So it means we can offer intercession and at the same time govern the nations. Now I'm coming home made us kings and priests. I'm very confident of what I'm teaching. I'm not looking for amens. I'm looking for understanding. Because the problem is we've created fan clubs instead of creating disciples. Because he has made us, I love what Pastor T was teaching, disciples that have domain. So because he has made us, we have honor. And we are holding the scepter. At the same time, we have the garments of priesthood, but we are governing nations. We have the garment and we are governing nations. When you start to decipher nations and understand what that means, it means we are now entering a season. And now let me tell you what I saw in the spirit. We've now entered, now you can play. From the high um, uh, minus, please. Eh? We have entered a season where God is about to release people in a double dimension of kingship and priesthood. You're about to see Bill Gates is who prophesied. You see, the woman said to the prophet, I perceive you're a prophet. And you keep passing through this town. She told her husband, let's make for him a room. <laughs> Accommodating prophetic and apostolic grace requires leaders with capacity. Yes. To go buy tents like these, buy the sound, come and just tell us, man of God, operate. Is the caliber of people that God is raising not those who have to go through prophetic mockery to give, but those who have covenantal understanding of redemption and the season we've come into. And because of God's pattern, we are in an urgent season. The season will require stealth and speed. 
for Lydia to be making those garments. Did you see the... <laughs> I was trying to spoil Pastor T's message by showing him, Hey, I've seen something about that woman. She was a woman, but the demon that was cast out was a he. And you wonder why people struggle with identity. It was there in the Bible. What is happening is demonic. It's possession. That I wake up and say, oh, today I feel like... A... <laughs> no. Check your Bible. Your doxology must be clear. And when I saw it, I said, ah, so this thing is a demon. So it must be cast out. What was interesting is that Paul didn't catch it immediately. It took Paul a few days. <laughs> this is how smart this thing was. That even an apostle like Paul took him a few, a few days. He started looking and said, hey, where's that scripture? Can you find that scripture for me? He started saying, hey. And kept going, kept going. But by the third day, he got tired. And got angry because he realized... Before, I thought this was a person in the church that's cheering the message. But later, I realized this is a demonic interference. Not everybody saying hallelujah in your church is with you. There's another one in Acts 8 that people said, hey, this guy, this guy is the power of God. But let's stay here. We're in 1616. Did it come up? It happened as we went... To prayer, a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her master's much profit by fortune telling. It's the same thing in Acts 8. So it means what you are teaching, I have seen it. And let me assure you, the introduction of kings and priests into the marketplace will bring a lot of resistance. And God told me the one thing people must have is the spirit of Joshua. Boldness and courage. Kalaba. To take over the things you're going to take over is not for cowards. I need you to find a courageous man or woman next to you and say, courage is coming. I'm going to pray. The girl followed Paul and us and cried out, these men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. Continue. And this she did for many days. Where was Paul? He was there. You see, what's going to happen this season, Apostle, is that there are people we are going to discover. They look like they were wearing priestly garments. They were sounding anointed. But there's a spirit of discernment coming upon men and women. Listen, please, let me reveal to you. Some of the people that conned me the worst in my premature days of ministry were people who came and looked like saints. Sounded like. And so, there are things, this is how grace works. There are things we've gone through by virtue of your hearing them. They will not happen to you because you're going to use our experience to have wisdom. I thought I'd hear an amen. I, I just saved some of you millions of dollars. May anything we've gone through never come to you. 
that did not benefit us. <laughs> For many days, Paul was there wondering, are you with us or against us? And the Bible tells us that he got greatly annoyed, turned and said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. He came out that very hour. He came out that very hour. He came out. Anybody in your family dealing with identity crisis, deal with it as a spirit. Deal with it as a spirit. I'm not dealing with the medical condition. I know which one I'm talking about. I'm dealing with the ones you know I'm talking about where the world has started going. It's a demonic influence and the church shall not stand for it. The church of Jesus Christ shall not stand for it. He has made us kings and priests. So we have received honor because we are kings. Not just kings in heaven, but we are also kings on earth. Thank you, Jesus. So we will no longer travel. What does it mean? If you have received honor, you will no longer travel without the dignitary level of a king. It means as you travel, you're traveling with the flag. <laughs> a man came and told Elijah, Elisha, oh, alas, the Syrians are upon us. Elisha continued eating his tablets. He was an old man. He needed a lot of fiber. I'm realizing the older we get, the more fiber we need to ingest. So he was eating his Weetabix and the man says to him, Alas! If that was written by Kiku, it would have been wooey! <laughs> Guy! He says to him, They are upon us! Elisha is not moved. He says, mm, Father, open his eyes that he can see the eye, the eye. That they that are with us are more than they that are against us. So I know I look like I'm walking down here alone. But if your eyes are open, you will know I have not come to Mount Sinai. I am in Mount Zion. And I have around me an innumerable company of angels. Tell somebody I'm not alone. Kayada. May I declare over your life in 2023. There's no embassy you're going to alone. There is no vehicle you're entering alone. There's no aeroplane you're entering alone. There's no marriage you're entering alone. Shout I am not alone. These are the honors that come with redemption. We're not alone. We may look lonely, but we are not alone. This is why sometimes, please sit down. This is why sometimes you will confuse where we are. When you see us on the street and we look like we are talking alone. Please, we are not mad. We are having conversations in the spiritual realm. Canceling some things. There is a place you are about to get to that is too high. Listen, you cannot make your prayers anymore about which doctors. They cannot take 90% of your prayer time. Enemies, witch doctors, people who took your panty, people who cut your hair. Uh -uh. You're operating on a realm 
where you don't even need to worry about what some of those people are doing you're walking with God fellowshipping with God like we did in the garden your worship shall change you shall not be afraid somebody say walk with honor walk with dignity yes yes a people that are courageous are rising so in this land I see a day very quickly where you will not look for politicians they shall be spiritual sons and daughters to some disciples listen you will not have to have a mega church in order for a minister to be your spiritual son let them that have ears hear don't we have entered he said to me it's a crossover my blood was enough he said it is finished enemy tried to creep up and bring something called cancer but because the signature did not read the sun except diseases no the signature was the sun hmm. because it said the sun God gave him a name a name that is above every name and he said that the name of Jesus watch this everything in heaven and on earth and in the basement <laughs> that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow every tongue confess Bible says who shall go for us there is one that is worthy found in Revelations chapter 5 that was found worthy to break that Levitical understanding that broke the seven seals they declared he is worthy let me declare over your life right now. Every, every, every place in the city that was supposed to be with believers by now. This is the catch-up generation. I think the people I'm looking for are on this side. We are reversing through the grace of redemption. Time. Where covenants were made to keep the children of God out and to bring dishonor to the name of God that you carry. I come in the volume of the apostolic grace and I declare over our lives, tonight is redemption night. We are getting back on our horses in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout honor. Shout honor to my family. Honor to my family. Honor to my children. You will travel in honorary status. Let me explain. It doesn't matter if you're in a fiat. The fact that you're in there. There's an anointing and a grace you carry. That you are the one that will bring privilege to whatever carries you. You have looked for status in the things that men make. God told me to tell you, you are the status. Did you know when the American president enters any aeroplane, even if it's an ordinary aeroplane, it becomes Air Force One. Because of a person. 
Uh -huh. An entire land had a status called famine. And one man prayed. And he sent his servant back seven times. Seven seals. <laughs> and the man came back with a final report. The first time he came, he said, I see nothing. In this kingdom, nothing does not mean nothing. Don't look at my bank account and its status and assume that it represents who I am. I don't know if I'm in the right place. Somebody shout honor. I see God changing this honor tonight and bringing that shame to a place where names are not only going to be changed, statuses are going to change tonight. We're about to pray. This is that season. This is that season. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. Every wheelchair shall know. Every wheelchair shall know that Jesus Christ. Oh, Shatadaba. Shout honor. That is why men put their own status and call themselves honorable. I am able to be honored. You don't need to give yourself that status. God has already made you. Jesus has already made you king. So tonight we declare with our hands lifted up that Lord we come from our days of ignorance and enter the place of understanding redemptive grace. And today we shall walk with honor. Please sit down. May every angel assigned to your life come back on duty. May every angel assigned to your destiny come back to duty tonight. I'm calling on that heavenly traffic to come back to duty tonight. None of you, you cannot have this redemptive blood and have somebody visiting you to sleep with you at 2 a.m. That is an error. No child of promise can be visited. I don't know who I'm talking to. You cannot have somebody come through your door in the spiritual realm as a child carrying the blood of Jesus. Tonight I invoke that blood over your life and we say no more. Your children shall not be tortured with nightmares. This is why men you have to wake up. Yes. You can't be sleeping when your children are sleeping. Not in this day. He is roaming around like a lion looking for whom he may devour and your children are on his buffet. Did you not know that for us who are called, the first target is usually us. And when he can't get us, he comes for the marriage. And when he can't get the marriage, he calls for the children. Because the kinsman redeemer is a relative. The biggest hurt the enemy can hit you with is with a relative. So you can't be sleeping. Apostle, we can't be sleeping. We must be taking oil. Let them wake up in the morning and ask themselves, did I sweat oil? But there was a man that woke up in the night, perused the house, saw in the spiritual realm every attack on his children and declared, I declare over your life, you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Please sit down. You are not given the title of priest of the house so that you can boast to us in church. She's not submissive and I'm the priest. No. 
wear your garment. David was at war. He said, give me the ephod. Put on your priestly garment. Go anoint your boys. Tell them that homo something stuff is not your portion. your hands on his whole body anoint everything and say everything in you is anointed for productivity yes you will never enter the wrong hole what are you talking I don't know if I'm in the right company here no we redeem a generation in the name of Jesus I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Don't, don't, don't. The Bible says, seek the Lord while he may yet be found. Yes, There's a day the guy will arrive with a guy. It might be too late. The thoughts did not start when you discovered. They started in the spiritual realm. While you were asleep. While men slept. You go to your daughter and pray over her. While she's in the third realm of dreaming, she's seeing a father figure in the dream. Kailada. And you're pouring oil on her. Listen, this is how we will save this generation. Is when men begin to understand that their priestly role in the house is not for showing dominion. We release that honor of our children. We release that honor of our girls over our boys in the name of Jesus yes that is please sit down that is the place you go and you unplug all these thoughts of suicide you do it while they are asleep and you say you who is I know the thing in her head is not asleep yes I want you to know I'm now talking to you I work for the one who neither sleeps nor slumbers I have come to deal with you tonight. Let my children go. Kayada. I speak life over my children. 2023 shall not be a season of sleeping. Listen. There are territories we cannot take while we sleep. This is why some of us are fine at this hour. And some of you are dozing. I can see. Some of us are properly awake. Because we know what time this is. This is the time we fight certain battles. Honor. Honor is not going to come because you feel it. There are things we are taking back. And that's why I reversed and said 10 years, 5 years, 30 years. God is repairing something. If, if Moses could speak to God about Reuben, we can speak to God today about your history. May whatever you missed come. Did you hear me? Apostolically, missed moments return. Please sit down. Look at this. Please sit down. You're making me nervous. Please sit down. Look at this. Kayadada. Honor. Redemption. It's such a powerful understanding. The redemptive blood. The price. 
that was done, the Magna Charter was written before. Listen, the problem with men is that they draw family trees. Their greatness is derived from who their great, great, great grandfather was. We don't come from that lineage. You don't have to go far. My family tree is just me, then God. Hey. Once he paid that price, this is why you're getting the cancer of your family tree. You're getting the pain of your family tree. You're getting the divorce rate of your family tree. There's a place we have to sit as kings and priests and understand our family tree has one connection. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you're looking for a family tree, find it there. Oh yes. That's where you will find me. I'm connected. That means the sap is coming into me. Yes, I shall be like a tree planted whose leaf not whose branches whose leaf my connection is secure whose leaf does not wither i am I'm, I'm, I'm in season on and off whether we are in season or off season i'm plugged in somebody shout with honor Please, let me just bring this thing to a close because I want us to pray with the apostle and all the pastors and servants of God that are here. I prophetically know something is about to shift tonight because redemption is he has made us. He has made us. We shall walk in that understanding. We shall walk in it. I see some of you walking in it by tomorrow. Because of understanding. You shall walk in this realm before, before 10 a.m. You shall walk in this understanding. What understanding is that? I believe in the realm of the humanity, there's a place decisions matter. There are some of you that are a decision away from destiny change. Decisions decision. By the way, I bring you greetings from my wife. I called her at midnight. You know, some of you can see us sitting here alone. You think to meacho, to jacho, to kosawa. Hatu achiki. Hatu achiki. Yes. 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 Let me tell you, as you grow older in this thing, you discover the secret of staying together with your wife. My dear brothers, is to shut up. <laughs> Just shut up and apologize. Yes. As I speak to you, I have I have apologies in the safe for future use. My father told me that once and I had my brother tell me another time that one time I had an argument of my parents. And I know who started it. And I reached home and I said, Dad, I know who started it. He said, listen, my son, you will understand in the future. <laughs> ah, there's an enemy. The reason families are breaking down is because there's an enemy who realizes that if you want to break the church, break the families. 
and apostles, we have to be those churches that don't rush people to get married. Yes. In fact, I've reached a point, I'm happy if you're single. It's okay. There's, there's nothing wrong. God will give you the desire of your heart. But at the, at the end of the day, marry right. Hey. Marry right. Marry right. My wife was telling me that she was reading the book Becoming by Michelle Obama. And Michelle told her we had 10, or not told her, <laughs> she read. <laughs> she talk up, and people like, hey! Kinapasi wa mefika. Are we, are we still on air? Are we off? Are we, are we still on KTN? Could you help me? Oh, thank you. So, home. I'm almost done. So, she told me that Michelle in the book Becoming, you can go check it, it's public domain. She said they had 10 bad years. 10. 10 bad years. Yes, people sleeping in separate rooms, people tired of each other, tired of his breath, tired of his manners. He was tired of her looks, tired of her weave, tired of her mascara. She was tired of his boxers. Everything was tired. Ten bad years. And she said, and we somehow managed to get through it. And eventually he became the president of the United States. Then she said something. Can you imagine if we had taken our pettiness to the White House? Saingine kuchokozwa mapema ni sababu ya penye mnaenda. Yes. God, you cannot tell me that you can't stand the wisest choice of your life. Can, can we talk? I'll tell you what is messing our generation. Lack of tolerance. Lack of willpower. Who, who told you that the ultimate purpose of your marriage is your happiness? Where is the scripture? It's my sister's come. Mm. It's because now I know my truth. What truth? That is not truth. Your truth is not truth. It's an opinion. And an opinion is the lowest level of knowledge. Ah -ah. Why are you leaving your marriage? She called me silly. Yanni, you are trying to tell me. Your boss called you silly. You stayed in the job. In class, they called you stupid. You stayed in class. <laughs> now the love of your life has called you silly and you want to leave. Ah, uh, We have to do this thing. Yes. We have reached a point we, we can't pull weight. There's a saying, Pastor Don, I need to go back to my message, but redemption is important. This, this is important. Listen to me. You can make it. Now, I'm not talking about an abusive marriage. 
I'm not talking about you staying in a place. I don't talk, Whatever God has allowed to be apart, should be apart. <laughs> Check your Bible. There are exemptions. I'm very strict about them. Yes. What God has allowed to be apart. Go check your Bible. Don't try to keep together. But silly. Silly, I don't agree. There's a saying, Kabir Jesus. There's a saying that says, Tough times make tough men. Tough people. For the sake of ladies, let me say, tough people. Tough people make good times. Good times make weak, weak men. <laughs> make weak people. Weak people make times tough. So, I have an understanding, Apostle T, what happens. Men don't know what to do with peace. Not men, the gender, human beings. We don't know what to do with peace. Okay? For the sake of those who are writing on Facebook and usually repeat what I said, I know somebody will write, men don't know how to make peace. P-E-A-S. No, peace. The peace of God, okay? So, when a country is at peace like this, alright? I saw it in South Africa. You can see it in the United Kingdom. You can see that every time there's just peace and development, men don't know what to do. That's why they go into their heads. Start having meetings with themselves and decide, I feel like a woman. Yes, because I can assure you in Ukraine, everybody knows who they are. Yes. Yes. And then he just had sorry. You cannot find a war with identity crisis. So what people lack is a cause. So when there's peace, what God does is he gives you peace so that there can be development and growth. But what happens is that because of some very simple things men don't have, we start to have ideas in our heads. So David comes and asks his brothers, is there not a cause? My people, where there is no vision, that people cast off restraint. That means to Nanza Fikiramingi. So what do we need to give men in a time of peace? A cause. So when we have peace like this, is when we should be building cities. Not watching Korean soaps. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have said that because I actually enjoy them. Just one or two of them. They, they sing... They sound like cambas. Are we are we are you still in church? 
What men need is a cause. You cannot be on Instagram for seven hours a day and not expect to start getting depression. It's a spirit. It will jump into your, you will enter a spirit called comparative analysis disorder. You start looking at people's pictures, you say, Kwani watu? Kwani watu chukua picha? Kwani? Kwani? Kwani kabiwa Jesus nyinyi? Njiwa siu chukua picha haji? No, I'm very serious. Your children are comparing themselves with other children. And you don't realize that for them to take that picture, they took 75 pictures. And only posted the best. Amen. <laughs> but we are not in the business of comparison we are in the business of understanding our destiny and being able to align in 2023 not a minute shall be wasted on the wrong thing somebody shout honor you will receive honor tonight by understanding this redemptive grace yes Shout, our marriages shall stand. Let every husband rise up and say that with me. Our marriages shall stand. Do you know, I don't know why God is keeping me there. Please sit down. These are the only married people here. Please sit down. Did you know, man of God, that there's no part of the Bible that tells a woman to deal with us with understanding? They have never been commanded to understand us. That is your problem. That belongs to the men. Yes. 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 The problem, man of God, is she doesn't understand me. Listen. Let's go to scripture. That was never her portion. I thought, sisters, you'll clap for me. It's never. Check your Bible. It was never her portion to, to, yes, to, 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 to understand you. It was her portion to be understood. Yes. Because if... Dwell with your wife with understanding. Yes. With understanding. The extension of understanding and the wavelengths of understanding are not for her. Because God put in them things we will never understand. No, I'm telling you the truth. There are things in a woman you will never be able to grasp fully. There are cycles. Listen, we're still online. You release 1.3 million sperms a day for her one egg a month. You'll never understand. So that, that, that whole... In fact, if you look at your Bible, Please, I'm actually teaching you people Bible. If you look at your Bible, you will see that you, you are formed. She was created. 
Okay. So there's already a distinction in the way we look. She's a receptor. You are a giver. You're a transmitter. She's a receptor. Yes. That is why even if you release 55 million sperms to the wrong hole, there will never be anything. Because a transmitter cannot give to a transmitter. Have, have, you, have you ever tried to plug those things in the computer that have the same pins and pins? Pins cannot enter pins. I curse every homosexual demonic spirit in the name of Jesus. It's the spirit I'm after, not the person. I actually have friends who are and we are talking. But you have to understand some spiritual things. What I've just said can deny me a lot of visas. But if, if they deny me a visa, I'll go like Philip. <laughs> Somebody shout honor. honor. Are you catching something tonight? Or am I wasting your time? Are you catching something? Let me finish this word because it's going to be a redemptive understanding. So we have a divine service to perform. So tonight in this tent, we are going to turn this into a great altar for redemptive destinies to be realigned. Come on, if you believe me, say, I hear you. We are going to turn this into a tent of meeting because God wants you to all be working. Listen, Apostle T has spoken, I have spoken. I have a problem when people like him and I call ourselves priests because we are simply speakers. All of us are priests. Anybody with the blood of Jesus, you are a priest. He has made you a priest and a king. You're going to hold your two roles tonight. And we are going to move into 2023 where you will operate with your rightful place. Saints, not just kings, but priests. You are not a distant cousin of Jesus. And tonight, the debt has been paid for you to rise to the next level. Now, I want us to understand some two things here. This year, you will not go before God for pity. I have such scripture. No man who went before God with pity received what they went for. There's a distinct difference between pity and mercy. Pity attracts replacement. When Elijah went before God and said, Oh God, I am the only one. Immediately his replacement papers were signed. You will not go before God and say, Oh yeah, why me? No. We're going to enter a dimension of mercy.
to reach elements of unmerited favor that some of you have never seen before. And I believe before this meeting is over this morning, we are going to see the hand of God in your life. Yes. We're also going to understand how we operate. It's interesting. I meet brothers who tell me this is, this is a, a, you know, eight cylinder, what, 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 and this is how it works, but they don't know how they work. Tonight, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to show you how you work. Uh, so that as we take over territories, we can understand how it works. When I was taking this land, they did some measurements, and they told me that it sits exactly on the border of Kiambu and Nairobi. In fact, one part of the land sits in Nairobi. The other part sits in Kiambu. We are in the proper true northmost part of the city. And therefore, I believe God is going to release to people tonight their true north. Yes. I want to also pray about pain. He told me to let you know tonight that pain can cost you your destiny or help you attain your destiny. The difference is an attitude. And therefore, pain is not going to cost you your destiny tonight. God is redeeming that and giving you understanding of where you're about to go. In Jesus' name. He said to tell you that in the wilderness, I sustained you. I'm the one who gave you shoes that did not wear out. He told me to tell you, I'm the one that gave you clothes that did not spoil. <laughs> Isn't it interesting that there are people here who are coming from a place where they have been wearing the same suit. Please hear me. I know I'm in the spirit. The same suit for the last five months and nobody has noticed. He said, I'm the one who kept you. I'm the one who hid your shame in the wilderness. The wilderness is a place of shame. And he said, even there, I kept you. I fed you the whole year. Even when you yourself have no idea where food was coming from, it was me. Then he told me, but tonight I'm starting you on a fresh journey. Amen. Tonight is not time for the wilderness anymore. I sense that there are men God is lifting to now enter their place of promise. You've come from a system and a season of shame. When I was talking with a person who were agreeing on this night, I told him, I've been praying and I sense in my spirit, this is not an ordinary crossover. Seasons have actually shifted in the spirit. There is a transition in the spirit, even in the spiritual realm, on things to do with the kingdom of God and to do with Africa. And God has chosen Kenya at this particular time to raise people that even nobody knows their name to enter into realms they've never been. Some of you have been in the wilderness of your ministry. But he says, transition. Because I paid the price, your time has come and there can no longer be a delay on that assignment and that project. I will provide and show you how I will lift you for such a time as this. There are people here who have traded, trade, trade, traded for so long and they have not seen the benefit of their trading. What do I mean by trading? They have been operating in the protocol of everything they should be doing and have never come to their own. But the Spirit of God is hovering and is hovering over the deep and is saying to tell you your wilderness season has come to an end.
tonight there's going to be redemptive understanding of destinies and people are going to be moved into those offices you are talking about those prophetic dimensions apostolic dimensions there are people operating in the Lydia dimension there are kingdom champions here who have had delay for 20 years 10 years everything that has been delayed God said it was a wilderness I'd put you you are like a voice in the wilderness but now I'm getting ready to lift you. Eugene, play with me. I'm getting ready to lift you to that place. There are people here, God is saying tonight, make this altar a place where you will have a pineal experience. This is a place tonight where you will get your true north. Men will find their destiny here tonight. It doesn't matter if you're online, begin to stretch your hands. I want you to begin to open your mouths and believe God, something is shifting. Families are coming out of wilderness. Let me explain a wilderness in a dry and weary land where there is no water. My soul is thirsting for you. God, penetrate this place tonight. Let men know this is not the end. He lifted his hands on that cross and shouted, It is finished. The price has already been paid. There can no longer be a delay. There's a sister that has gone through so much delay he says tonight I'm the one who kept you there but tonight I'm bringing you out I'm bringing you out in the name of Jesus 2023 is not another regular year it's a year for change in your environment for change in your ministry for change in your home for change in your business for changing the affairs of men this is not just another season this is a season of growing this is a season where your groaning will produce fruit i see ministers of god that will operate in the healing ministry i see ministers of god that will operate in intercessory dimensions god is increasing your patience the voice of eli is coming out tonight and is meeting with a hannah there can only be an exchange when the priests come together with the kings and there is a change of destiny tonight lift up your voice and begin to say in this hour at 2 20 a.m something began to change in my ministry he said i'm bringing back honor to my church this shall not be a church of shame this shall be a glorious church I redeemed you. I kept you sustained. Joshua's arise. Esther's arise. Ruth's arise. Arise, arise. Begin to see God operating your life in a whole new dimension. I see men rising. I see women rising in 2023. Priests and kings. Honor is coming back to your family. Pastor T, could you please join me up on stage? Can I have the servants of God join me on stage, please? Honor is coming back to families. I see the spirit. Prophet Haggai, if you could just be in the spirit. I see in the spirit. Some people have gone through so much shame. 
God is saying my presence was with you all along that's why you did not die in that wilderness yes he says if I had left you for a minute you would have fainted you would have quit you would not be here tonight I'm the one that kept you in that place I redeemed you for such a time as this because I have use of what I put inside of you and it cannot die before I make use of it what I'm protecting in you is the deposit I put in you honor is coming back to a home tonight there's a home receiving honor tonight there's a home receiving honor tonight there's a home receiving honor tonight God is telling me right now there's a family that has gone through shame honor is coming back to you tonight can I open this altar and declare over everybody here the redemptive power of the cross is here tonight the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus is here tonight he wants you to know that he's about to make you a new man and make you a new woman. A new skin is about to come on you. I want to call on those men that are saying, I want that boldness. I want that courage. I want those doors open. Run here right now. Every woman, every man that is hearing the voice of God regarding destiny, find me here in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I refuse to die where I am. Open the floodgates. Come on.
listen. I have observed keenly that majority of the people in this Kesha are young people. And when Rev was praying, I heard that tonight I am dressing my children with strength. There is a garment coming upon men. And it is a garment of strength. Allow me to say this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Allow me to say this. Allow me to say this. There are so many things that are in the lives of men. But because of despair, majority of the young people have abandoned the place of their ordination in 2023 people are picking up abandoned visions people are picking up abandoned dreams people are picking up abandoned projects the bible says oh ye Zerubbabel the very hands that laid the foundation these are the very hands that will keep the capstones with the shouts of grace grace I declare tonight or this morning every abandoned vision every abandoned project anyone that left the path of their ordination because of battles because of despair because of depression because of oppressive spirit under this atmosphere under the redemptive power may you be clothed with the strength of Zion yes. the Bible says them that wait upon the Lord he shall renew their strength I declare in this night there is a renewing of strength and the scripture declares they shall mount up they shall mount up on wings like eagle I see a generation Please get this very clearly. Get this very clearly. There is a difference between flying and mounting. Ordinary birds fly. And when the winds and storm intensify, ordinary birds run to the nets for safety. But eagles mount. The Bible does not contradict itself. The ability to mount is to go above the storms, above the winds, above the forces that keep men down. In the year 2022, I declare you are mounting up. 2023. Oh, 2023. Some of us, we need to cross over. I declare in the year 2023, this will be your ear of mounting up in the mighty name of Jesus. Let businesses rise above the winds of economic failure. Let your life rise above the winds that have kept men down in the name of Jesus. Allow me to declare what I'm seeing. And allow me to put an emphasis. I am seeing abandoned projects and abandoned visions and the voice of the Lord is very clear that whatever you saw as a pattern you are not mad whatever you saw as a vision 
you are not mad. It was the blueprint of the pattern of your ordination. Receive the strength tonight. Amen. To pick up from where you left. It is not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Yes, Lord. One of the results of the blood of Jesus. Rev, you said something very powerful. There was blood on his head. When they took the thorns and planted the thorns on the head of Christ, it was a reversal of the curse of Adam. Listen, when Adam was cast, when the land was cast, the Bible says, and the land shall produce thistles or thorns. They took the curse of the crowd and placed it on the head, meaning that the sweat of man was redeemed. In the year 2023, by the blood on the head of Christ, by the blood that came by the thorns, you are operating under redeemed sweat. The work of your hand shall pay in the name of Jesus. We declare the land shall answer. Thank you, Jesus. Get this clearly. The reason why the Bible says when my people who are called by my name, if they repent, I'll heal the land. In the book of Hosea 2.21, the Bible says, In that day, says the Lord, they will call and I, the Lord, will answer. And I will answer with wine, answer with grain. And above all, I am going to answer also. It is wine, grain, and oil. And then he says, And the land shall answer. Jezreel, what does that mean? When the heavens answer and the land is barren, there is nothing in Jezreel. What is Jezreel? You are storehouse. Every prayer you ever made, the heavens that are filled with wine, grain and oil, we now command your land to answer in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare there shall be plenty in your Jezreel. What is grain? Provision. What is wine? Revelation. What is oil? Mantles. Why? Do I have a church? There, just hold on. There, there, there is a supply that deals with your daily needs. But there are supplies that are tied to wine. There is a revelation you get and you have access. And there are supplies that are tied to oil. The Bible says, and the anointing breaks the yoke. There are dimensions you cannot enter by grade. You must enter by oil. There are things you cannot access by grade. And by oil, you can access by revelation. That is why when the word of God is released, there are keys that are being released upon men. Yes, sir. Hosea 2.21. Let us read this scripture. Because the heavens must answer our earth. Amen. Men don't suffer in heaven. Men suffer on earth. The battle is not on earth. The battle is in who has your heaven. Somebody read, it shall come to pass. In that, day. that day is the year 2023. Yes. It is coming to pass. 
says the Lord, I will answer the heavens and they shall answer the earth. Lift up your hand and say, O earth, o earth begin to answer now to answer in now. the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What does it answer? Look at 22. Look at 22. We, we are now standing at the gate of 2023. Listen, the Bible says, Oh, Peter, the devil has sought to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. I want to assure you, there is one thing we can send in 2023. It is prayer. Yes. Jesus was talking about a future attack. He said, Peter, there is a demonic orchestration in your future to terminate your life. But I am sending a prayer to secure your life. We are sending decrees in the year 2023. Oh, this year is already blessed. How do I know the word that we are releasing is going to secure January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, November, and December. We are all Jesus. We are standing at the gate of the year. We are standing on the first day of the year 2023. Does God need calendar flips to speak? No. But God in his wisdom operates in things that govern men. So there is a wisdom. That's why David writes and says, Lord, help me to number my days. In our system, days are numbered by calendar. So there are things that God ordains to do in certain calendar times. That's why you cannot miss. That's why the Bible says, the ears, the cacawam ate, your blessings, your breakthrough, your encounters are wrapped up in a year. Men don't lose harvest. Men lose ears. If you lose 2023, the possibilities of Zion are lost. So God cannot restore his possibility. He will restore the ear that had your possibility. Amen. That's why he said, Lord, help me to number my ears. Let that wisdom come upon your life. Amen. May you operate in a sensitivity Amen. that you will not miss what the Lord has ordained for you in this calendar season. Hosea 2.22, I want you to see. These three things must locate somebody tonight. Mm. There are people here who need rent. What you, what you need possibly is a revelation, not money. What you need maybe is oil yes. to break generational curses and you'll never borrow. Uh -huh. These are the things that change men. Thank you, Jesus. The earth shall answer, answer with grace. Everybody read, the earth shall answer with grace. And what? With? With new wine. These are new revelations. Uh -huh. Uh, we are dealing with new devils. We need new revelations. The oil. earth is going to answer. And with? Oil. And they shall answer? Jezreel. Jezreel is where the storehouse of Israel was. Mm. And that is where the king lived. Allow me to share. That is why, Rev, mm. when Elisha, Elijah outrained Ahab, it was not a race. It was a race of pace. Who will go and secure the gates of Jezreel? The Bible says the race ended at the gates when the Lord empowered Elijah so that he can overtake the king Ahab so that he can secure the gates because gates control Jezreel. He that has the gates of Jezreel has Jezreel. And that is why in the later future, by the very gates... Jehu entered and there was no contention because a man secured the gate and a man secured the destiny of Jezreel. We want to declare tonight yes. the gates 
of your storehouse already secured in the mighty name of Jesus. We arise against the spirit of the Midianites. The Bible says any time Israel planted, the Midianites came to attack the harvest. In this season, by the verdict of the blood on the head of Yeshua, by the redemptive blood, we declare your sweat is redeemed. You are entering a time of results, fruitfulness, and a season whereby whatever you do with your hands is already blessed. In Jesus' name. This In is, the name of Jesus. This is what I hear, servant of God. He said to tell you. Sorry, every person operates in their lifting. Give me my, my C minor. <laughs> that what he's releasing to you as you've heard. His name is Redeemer. In that Magna Charter, they said, let us make man in our image. So if he's a redeemer, then the work of his children is redemptive. Amen. So we shall build redemptive schools. Redemptive cities. Redemptive ideologies. It says the weapons of our warfare caught that during Jezreel. The weapons of our warfare are not colonel, but they are mighty through God for the pulling down of ideologies, imaginations. Are you hearing me? So you will receive redemptive imaginations. Redemptive thought processes. Redemptive innovative ideas. I saw as I was praying that men need to get ready for their hands to do what they've never done before. Amen. What you're about to do, there's never been it before. Listen to me. You must take the Bible literally when he says, no eye has seen. No ear has heard. Nor has it entered the hearts of men the things that God has in store for you. So these are redemptive hands. Lift up your hands. These are redemptive hands tonight. All over the television. New grain, new wine, new oil. Every provision you need for what God is going to put into those hands is here. Everything you need for what he's going to put in your mind is here tonight. May you receive it in the name of Jesus. For the pulling down of strongholds, Hallelujah. this redemptive idea is here. Redemptive bankers, redemptive teachers, redemptive ministers, redemptive husbands, redemptive wives, redemptive families. The agenda shall be redemption all around. We release it over your life in the name of Jesus. And we declare what God has started, let no man stop. I didn't hear an amen. What God, what God has started tonight, let no man stop. Let me tell you why I was so tight on that word about honor. Honor is a key. It gives you access. And what honor does, Pastor T, you know why I invited you for Rema Feast? Because I've seen the gift in you. And then because of you, because I honored you, 
I access the generation. That's how honor works. <laughs> if I stand up in a bus for an old woman, I've just honored age. When I grow old and I'm going through some things, that problem that woman had will remember me. I say, ah, I remember you. I'm a problem called bad back. But I remember you stood for me 20 years ago. So I will not come on you. Honor is a key. And so tonight, because you honored the graces here by coming, let me pray over you and declare that the things that we went through that caused loss, none of you shall go through. Why am I praying that prayer? And why is it so important? Because time is of essence. You don't have time to go through seven years of loss. So tonight we connect with that redemptive key of honor of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we declare there cannot be a delay in your destiny. Laban cheated you for years and years. He conned you. You were running away from Esau. You've been on the run for many years. Tonight, running ends. And we access that, that key of honor. Yes, Lord. And we ignite it tonight and declare over your life. Because you came here tonight, receive speed for Amen. destiny. Hallelujah. Receive courage for destiny. Apostle said something I don't want us to forget. He said God is releasing certain coats. And the coat of courage was already released. But there's another coat he's releasing tonight. He told me, I'm releasing the coat that covers shame. I'm releasing the coat that covers shame. They brought Joseph from jail. And immediately they took off his clothes. And he was given a coat. Tonight, God is giving you royal garments. You shall operate as kings. In your realm as a banker, you shall operate as a king. As a lawyer, you shall operate as a king. As a teacher, you shall operate as a king. As a wife, you shall operate as a queen. You shall operate as a king in every area of your life because God is releasing garments tonight. The garment of shame is coming off. I see it coming off even at the back. There are people losing shame right now. Shame disappear. There's a new garment coming on a family tonight. It is a garment of honor. As you begin 2023, the things that brought you shame in 2022 and in the seasons before. Listen, we are not crossing over a year. We're actually crossing over a season. It's a season. And I hear God say, according to Joshua, you have never been this way before. So lift up your hands as you worship with this song. I see that garment coming upon many of you, even in the spirit now. The innumerable company of angels is here. Where we need chance. I want you to sing that song and no shame. People are going to start receiving their garments. I saw from the back on the right, different garments, many colors coming upon you. God is telling you he has made you his favorite. And something is about to start happening here as we just start to hear God move all over this place. Receive your garment. Listen, 
this garment is going to cover families families it's going to cover children how is it that a son of God has their children sent home from school that season has come to an end shame has come to an end tonight I hear kings are rising priests are rising a royal garment is coming upon his children tonight a new style a new way of walking and talking you shall walk in it in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus just begin to worship and as that sweet presence of God sweeps all over this place let that garment come upon you right now the garment of shame is going out of this room listen none of you shall walk out of here with the garment of shame everybody's walking out with the garment of honor the garment of honor comes upon you now in Jesus name lift up your hands let those hands receive worship Redemptive hands, redemptive feet. Receive your garment as you worship. Receive your garment as you worship. Receive your garment. Satala la bako That honor includes business women. It's particular tonight. I don't know why God is on women like this. Even when I was talking, I was addressing men on marriage issues, not the women, because God is covering women. He says, I'm giving you a garment of royalty. So tonight, the grace for the marketplace, the grace for the marketplace, there are some of you, it will begin tonight. That new wine, you just connected it. The grain you need, the wine you need. For that business is coming on you right now in the name of Jesus. Some of you have tried for 10 years, 8 years, 15 years. But tonight we come with that grace to declare a new garment is coming upon you. For Lydia to have been making purple, it means she was making things for royalty. We open the doors of networks and connections and declare over your life you will not run around looking for networks and connections Yahweh is going to cause your phone to ring before this week reaches the seventh those phones are going to ring a redemptive phone call every time you get a call it's bad news but I declare over that phone tonight it shall become a tool for good news You didn't hear me. I said it shall become a tool for good news. 
receive today the grace that opens international doors in the name of Jesus every Lydia that is here that has been frustrated every Lydia that is here that has wanted to host apostolic dimensions every Lydia that is here that has had a desire to do great things for the kingdom but has been frustrated hear the word of the Lord tonight you're entering your dimension of grace tonight you're entering your dimension of glory in the name of Jesus Lydia's hear me the Lord says that this new dimension hold on this new dimension shall be financed heavily by women If you knew what was happening, heavily by women, I'm talking to a frustrated woman. I feel like calling you here. Ten years in a wilderness of business. Hear the word of the Lord. Tonight you're getting watered. This year, if this be the voice of Yahweh, then you shall not see one day without clients. You shall not see one day without customers you shall not see one day if this be Yahweh speaking to you hear me I'm talking to that person for 10 five years you have struck in fact tonight you're coming to probably say Lord I have I have given it up I have a word for you from the Lord he needed you to reach that place so that he can redeem you tonight I want that woman to find me here. I hear the word 10 years just struggle and find your way to me 10 years I want to speak a word over her. Ten years. Ten years. You've gone through it like it was the issue of blood. But God is saying, is that her? I re release this grace over you. Tonight it ends. Don't be spectators. Pray with me. Tonight it ends in the name of Jesus. Just help her find her way to me. Help her find her way to me. Tonight it ends in the name of Jesus. Pastor T, what I'm hearing is acceleration is coming tonight to the children of God. Come, come, my sister. Let, let her find her way here. There's a lady in yellow. Where is she? Come. I just want you to find your way here. Just stay where you are. I'm about, we're about to pray and decree some things. I also declare, because we are agreeing tonight. Can we agree? Can we agree? It is illegal for our seed to go without work. You're the last person in your breed that will ever have had to look for a job and not be given a job from today I declare those hands shall work those hands shall work we declare in the name of Jesus you are the last person to not find redemptive work for your hands those hands shall work God tell me apostle that there are people here before this week ends this word shall come to pass that phone I talked about you shall have an answer I've done this in many other countries I hope in Kenya you can receive it because every time I receive multiple testimonies but your faith is needed those hands shall work this year those hands shall work in the name of Jesus I declare you can no longer be called a tamaka you are a king you are a priest and the garment of shame has been taken off of you in the name of Jesus. We declare tonight there are people that are entering dimensions of grace. The grace to be able to operate in realms you've never operated in before.
The kind of dimension where you can tell your husband, I need to build a room for the prophet. That means you have provision. That means you have ability. When the prophet came to the woman, he asked what can be done to this, for this woman. They said nothing. She said, can I talk to the government on your behalf? She said, no, I have my ways. The problem was not a lack of means. She had the means. But ultimately, he gave her something that her means could not give her. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, you shall be a woman of means. You shall be a man of means. In the name of Jesus. We use that marketplace anointing to now call kings and priests in the marketplace. This business where only two or three or four people in the kingdom keep being referred to as apostles in the marketplace, that ends tonight. From now we are an army that is going out into that marketplace and we are taking our position by fire. In the name of Jesus, we take our position by fire. I refuse to come for an overnight to be entertained. I came for this crossover to cross over some things in my life that can never be repeated again in my destiny. We declare there are apostles in the marketplace here. Let every Lydia shout amen. Let every Job shout hallelujah. Let every Joseph shout I hear you. You shall move in realms you've never moved in before. I want to call on financial capabilities now. This last year, I want to tell you, the enemy tried everything to mess with the finances of the children of the kingdom. I'm aware many of you in the spirit, I can see, I can see so many signs above you of empty. I'm seeing E, like E, E of empty, empty like in a car. You're here, you're singing, you're looking good, but you're on E. And God has told me to tell you, I'm filling that tank up myself. Listen to me carefully. I have to deal with it in the spirit because then it shall come in the physical. We are not here to pretend tonight. We have a need. And that need is that we are tired of going around in circles and having ups and downs, ups and downs. There's a gradient you're about to enter that shall not be a gradient of frustration. Your family needs you to be in a steady place. But the place you are is awkward. And you have been in that place for a long time. Well, hear the word of the Lord. I am putting a new coat on you tonight. When I talked of the coat of honor, it included your finances. On E, families that have on E, the whole of 2022. Apostle, please let me deal with this. Because this is my disposition. Now hear the word of Yahweh. We open up the floodgates of heaven. And we open up ideas that will bring wealth into the kingdom of God. Apostle was sharing with me something God showed him. I won't say it in public. But I can say one part. There's a place we're about to get to in the kingdom of God. Where people, individuals, hear it as I hear it in the spirit. Individuals are going to begin to build churches. And look for pastors. They will just as a family pick up. And it will happen this year. It will happen this year. Individual families. You'll come and give a testimony and say, I can't believe. When you were speaking at the beginning of the year, I didn't believe you. Because I was on E. 
but you will build a church where hundreds of people will sit and you will go tell a church, can you find a pastor to go and be a pastor in that place? Because we've done our part as a family and we have built. Tonight I declare in the name of Jesus, financial frustration comes to an end to the children of God. Every provision you need for your vision is here tonight in Jesus' name. Lydia's are frustrated and they are about to abort destiny. So you ladies that have come here, hear the word of the Lord. Tonight he has put an end to it and declared over you, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen. Ten years is a long time to work and see no fruit. But today I declare in the name of Jesus, these hands, these hands, these hands are going to work. I cancel this cycle over your life and I declare these hands are going to work. Starting next week, I give it a date on Monday. These hands shall work a redemptive work. And you shall not know the days of your past any longer. It shall happen. Families that are about to break up because of finances. Hear the word of Yahweh. Stay your ground. Wait on the Lord. See the salvation of God over your family. In the name of Jesus. Well, to everyone here, we decree and declare, this is that season where a new army is rising. Where ministry shall not happen the way it has happened before. As you have heard the Spirit of the Lord say, there is a new type of church coming. It is interdenominational. It is a church without walls. This is why I'm not ashamed to call my brother and have him minister and him calling me and us. We are a picture of what you're about to see. Balubego, come here. You see this? This is the generation after Pastor T. So there, go stand behind your father. So here we stand. I'm 47. He's 37. You're 21. This is how the church will look. We are not going to be held back by traditions of age or walls or boundaries of religion. You will hear meetings and the Lord will move in them in the coming season. Be alert because any of you is about to be used by God that has a willingness and a heart and a heart for God who has put the, the cloth on you tonight. He's not a man that he should lie. There are gifts that have landed on people tonight. Prophetic gifts have landed on people tonight. Apostolic mantles have landed on people tonight. Gifts of healing have been activated in people tonight. This is the restoration and the redemptive work that you are hearing Apostle T talking about. This day, mark this day in your calendars. This day, something has shifted in your life. Now, one final thing I'll do and then Pastor T will help us close. I want to call a particular type of people. Please allow me to operate in my space. I want to call apostles in the marketplace. Now, let me explain. For us to go where we need to go in the kingdom of God, we cannot... There are things in the market that will resist you and are resisting you right now. This anointing oil does not mix well with the oil of the enemy out there. And so because of that, 
there will be resistance and there will be a lot of pain. But God is telling me to rise, raise a people here that will be involved in certain industries. There are people that will be involved in the cement industry, in the oil industry, in the clothing industry, and in the paper industry. And God is saying to let you know tonight, it has not been an idea out of context. It is for this kingdom. Listen to me. To raise billions and billions and billions of shillings for the kingdom requires bold men and women that need a particular um, they need a particular disposition. There's a way they have to talk and the way they have to operate. Bold and courageous and without fear. And tonight there are about seven of you here that I must pray for that are in those industries I've just talked about. And this year, there'll be a birthing. If you know God has called you to that in those industries I've just talked about, find your way here quickly. But don't go away because Pastor T is about to release prayer on you. Just come. Come. Financial markets, come here. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. If you can't just lift your hand where you are, I will see it. Father, tonight, he told me through a prophet yesterday that you will be a father to people in the marketplace I raise these men and women tonight with their distinct assignment and accolades in the spirit and I declare father they are rising for such a time as this I cancel every spirit of giving up. Every spirit of quitting. And I declare, Lord, these industries shall work. Raise men for apostle T. Raise women for apostle T. Raise men for me. Raise women for me. Who can say, I will build a house for Yahweh. I can build a house in every county. Raise them here tonight. Let this be kingdom financiers. That Lord, when there's hunger in Haiti or in Pakistan, where there's a need right now, we can be able to send help because of the blessing that you're bringing. Lord, you've shown me that this is Africa's season. That men are going to do things in ways we've never seen before. Now cause these to be the first fruits of what you're about to do and let their age not be an issue. Lord, I raise them as unicorns in the kingdom. Father, unicorns are just being birthed by people that don't fear you. But tonight, I'm raising unicorns in the kingdom. Let this message be etched 10 years from now for them to have a reference point. Unicorns for the kingdom. What is a unicorn for those who don't know? It's a company valued at over a billion dollars. Father, let unicorns arise now. Kenyan unicorns that will go across the world.
forgive me for not using my marketplace anointing to release this earlier in the atmosphere. Lord, let this year be the first year and next year that we shall hear of unicorns that have come out of Kenya and that, Lord, the people in the kingdom shall be involved in those unicorns so that we can take two months to build churches, not ten years. Three months to buy land, not 15 years. Lord, you have removed us from the season of Harambees. You've removed us from the season of calling politicians to fund our kingdom's work. Now, God, you're raising sons and daughters. Kings have worn a new garment tonight. This year, you told me to release this word that, Lord, there has already been redemption for the purpose of businesses. Let them rise. Clothing business, let them rise. Fashion businesses, let them rise. Salons, Lord, let them rise. Let them never again see lack. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare it now. It shall be so and not otherwise. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody shout aloud, Amen. Come on, if you believe what I've prayed over you, shout aloud, Amen. Before I leave stage, I want Apostle T to release his final decrees over you so that we can just praise and pray. Prophet Haggai is here. Man of God, it's good to see you. We will see what God is saying through you. But Apostle T, can you release one more, one more grace over the people of God? Hallelujah. I just heard a scripture that it is error for princes to walk and servants are on horses. The sun shall not smite you by day. You are redeemed from that era. Amen. The second scripture, the Lord, and I don't know how this will go. The Lord is saying, Jeremiah, I mean, Isaiah gave birth to two children. Mm. And then he named them the prophetic reality of his day. And then he came and said, as for me, and my generation, we are for sign and for wonder. There are people when Rev was praying about garments, this word came loudly. There are people you will see and see revival. Mm. There are people you will see and see prayer. There are people you will see and see wealth. That you will be an embodiment of a sign and a wonder. We are not talking, we are talking about living people. That you can be an embodiment of a kingdom financier. Let me say this. The church treasury has been attacked. Mm. People don't tithe. Oh, yes. It's a reality. Yes. Only 30% yes. of Kenyans tithe. Yes. And the agenda of the kingdom is urgent. And those the, are church going Christians. Yes, those yes. are church going. And the, because of the attack of the treasury, and because God does not have money in heaven, it took Suzanne, Mary Magdalene, and some mm. women to finance the ministry of Jesus. Mm. Even Jesus had people that gave money. And he said to Peter, the New Testament church will be financed. Hallelujah. Every fish I bring has a coin. That's why he said to Peter, go and fish. And out of the fish, get the yes. coin. 
Now, because there is an attack with debates of tithe and givings, and there is a public attack, it looks like pastors eat your money, and many have retreated. Now, God is selecting individuals yes. that can bear the burden. That is why now Lydia must arise, aye, aye, aye. so that now he can accommodate Paul in Macedonia, and Paul can do the operation in Macedonia without looking at the merchants who are beneficiaries of diviners. So whatever is about to happen, it is a grace coming upon men that they will be able to accommodate whatever God is doing without manipulation, without coercion, yes, without Lord. being grieved yes, out of Lord. revelation. And I sense right now, at this hour, the Holy Spirit wants to move in a very unique mm. way. On an individual level, I don't know who is here tonight, but I sense the Spirit of God knows you by name, and the Spirit knows you by dealings. Yes, we may not mention every issue, but the wind of the Spirit is about to blow. Yes, there Lord. are things that are about to be unlocked. You, there are mantles and destinies and assignments that are about to be released right now. You, there are dealings of Zion that are unknown to men, but they are known to Zion. And there are people here. It's already happening. Thank you, no, Jesus. Hold that lady. Hold that lady. There is a contention. There are forces that fight apostolic sound. Yes, Don't Lord. be disrupted because there is a wave of... Uh, I'm seeing a wind. When I was praying for this meeting, I saw an angel at the back moving. Yes. And he was so big and the wings were so big and I knew there is something divine that is about to happen in this Thank meeting. You, I was just waiting for the appointed time yes, and I Lord. sense this is the appointed time. Yes, Lord. I don't know why you came but listen a generation cannot survive without the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. There are confirmations of ministries. There are activations of gifts. Thank there you, are Jesus. dimensions being released. Somebody lift up your hand to Zion. Thank you, Jesus. Father in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank we are gathered here as a generation hungry for your power hungry for your presence hungry for your dimensions we cannot make it and we cannot do it without you and this early morning oh God it was at such an hour that Jesus saw the vessel almost capsizing and he walked on water at the fourth watch we are standing at the fourth watch let the winds now cease and let the king of glory approach our vessel Yes, wherever Lord. you are in the name of Jesus you, I Jesus. want to release a fresh fire upon intercessors let women and men of prayer wherever they are let there be a release of a fresh fire new dimensions it was in the area of prayer that Lydia encountered Paul I declare right now any altar that is under ashes wherever you are there is a wave of fire there is something coming upon intercessors somebody lift up your hands he knows wherever you are right now in the name of Jesus Jesus every intercessor every hijacked mouth of prayer wherever you are thank you Jesus people that abandon the place of prayer thank you Jesus people that are carriers of destinies mantles and generational mantles wherever you are let the fire of god locate you now take it in the name of jesus from the front to the back 
We declare let the fire Jesus. of the Holy Ghost come upon you now. Thank you, Jesus. Hold them that are under the anointing. Thank you, Jesus. The second prayer that I want to make. May this be the night of confirmation and affirmation of the grace upon your life. Mm. There are people who have been seeking clarity. Mm. May this be the night. You have a calling over your life. Apostolic, prophetic, pastoral, teacher, evangelistic. You, you have a calling upon your life. This one does not come by prayer. Mm. It comes because the Holy Ghost knows who you are. Lift up your hands to Zion. Spirit of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. You know who is here today. Thank you, Jesus. You know graces that have never been unlocked. Thank you, Jesus. You know deposits that are in other treasures. Thank you, Jesus. Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. Begin to confirm to men and women, even in the overflow, mm. wherever, even online, people that carry mantles, yes, Lord. people that have never known that they are carriers of deposit of grace, Thank you, wherever they are, let them know that they have encountered the power of the living God. Now it is happening. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, there Jesus. is a confirmation. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you will feel it all over. It is heavy. Wherever you are, even men at the park, let there be a confirmation. Let the prophets of our day arise. Thank you, Jesus. Let the apostolic men arise. Let the evangelists of our day arise. Let the pastors of our day arise. Let the teachers of our day arise. Anyone with a calling upon their life, let the mantles of Zion be released upon you now. Wherever you are, take it. Jesus. Receive it now. Receive it now. Yes, receive it. It's a divine operation. Thank you, Jesus. It's a divine operation. There are people at the back under the anointing. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus, there is a lady under the anointing. The mantle of the prophetic is upon her heavily. Thank you, Let Jesus. her mouth prophesy now. Let that tongue be loosened to release the oracles of Zion. Take it now. Shataya. Elamina kompalia. Zakepalina kompalataya. Thank you, Jesus. The final prayer that we want to make. These two words are very clear. There are people this night is a night to rededicate your life to Jesus. Mm. You know the whole of 2022 you are just living in chaos. Mm. This is the first day you can come back to the Lord. Mm. And there are people here Coming to church for 31st does not save any man. It is your personal relationship with God. You have been redeemed, but you must, must accept the redemption of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. There are many young people, and I'm hearing this. There is a coming back. You know that you know. Some of you are living with boyfriends. Some of you, you're in relationships that are chaotic. There is a grace for standing in righteousness that is being deployed at this hour. A holy and a righteous generation. Don't be afraid of any man. This is not the time to please men. 
This is not the time to look at me and say, that's my pastor. Mm. This is the time to amend your walk with God. Yes. You are there, you are not born again. Lift yes. up your hand. You are saying, pastor, this is the day. I want to give my life to Jesus. There are many of you I know. There are many of you. Don't be afraid. I see a hand lifted there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Their hands you, are lifted. Jesus. Their hands are lifted. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you are there and you are saying, Pastor, this night I want to rededicate my life, mm. lift up your hand. Mm. Lift up your hand. Don't be afraid of anyone. Ah, we are tired of pastoring a hypocritical church. We want a church that will make it to heaven. We are tired of using the Christian language. You know you are there. We may not call you at the front, but he knows wherever you are. Lift up your hand. Don't be afraid of any man. There are many hands lifted up. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I want you to repeat this prayer. Say, Lord. Lord. This morning, this morning, I run, I run to the throne of grace, to the throne of grace, so that, so that I may obtain mercy, I may obtain mercy in this time, in this time and hour of need, and hour of need. I repent, I repent of my shortcomings, of my shortcomings, and by faith, and by faith, I receive now, I receive now the forgiveness of sins, the forgiveness of sins, the redemption. The re and now, and now, I confess with my mouth. I confess with because mouth, I believe in my heart. Because I believe in that heart, Jesus, that Jesus, you are Lord, you are Lord over my life, over my life. In this first day, in this first day of the month of January, of the month of January, 2023, 2023, I recommit my life. I recommit my and life, and I submit my life, and I submit to my you, life, O Lord, to you, O Lord. Give me the grace. Give me the grace to stand. To stand. And withstand. And withstand. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I have prayed. I have prayed. May the Lord restore you to your Hallelujah. place of ordinance. Hallelujah. May you Hallelujah. enter into the joy of salvation. Amen. And may this be the best year of your life mm. in the name of Jesus. Now those are sleepy young men. Watu wangu tuliku watunaenda dunda, tunakesha na tunamkangware, tunaenda job. Ah ah bwana asifiwe. Kuna wale tulitoka tukinuka moshi ya, ya ref. Haleluya. Ah ah tuko na watu kwa nyumba. Ile nduru ulikuwa unapiga saa kumi time ya reke. Hiyo nduru sasa utaipiga saa kumi time ya prayer. Turn to your neighbor tell your neighbor neighbor. Neighbor. This is the lowest you can be. This is the lowest you can be. The time to go up has arrived. The time to go Tell up your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. 2023, 2023 shall be the best year. Shall be the best. Of